Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail. Welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Thank you for dropping in, everybody, to hang out with us on what promises to be a big show. A big, big show. We've got a lot of news to talk about. It's been it's been a minute since we've had this big dump of news to talk about, and all of it somewhat important. Uh, but we're going to try and tackle all of that in the next few minutes. Somewhat important? Somewhat important. Somewhat. Some, <sighs> some more than others, Corey. But hey, listen, it's your show. If there's something you want to get off your chest, if there's something that you think is more important than others... The floor will be yours at one point to area grievances. What do you think I pay you for? Just continue. Shut okay. up. Just stop. <laughs> I told you about the mute button. It's got your name on it tonight. Uh-huh. It don't don't. Uh-huh. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um I'm gonna uh, Corey, I'm gonna turnbuckle you next time I see you. I swear to God. I love it. It's like you're interrupting my flow. Hey, I you know what? I'm gonna let the clock run. And we'll see. We'll see who <laughs> runs out of battery first, Corey. Oh, that's, uh, uh, if that happens, it happens. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Yeah, the clock is ticking. Anyway, there's again, there's a lot of news to talk about. There's some collecting updates, a lot of stuff about the future of Disney Plus. Maybe a little bit about the big screen, and uh, to kick things off, a whole lot up from Hasbro and Lego. But first, Carlos, my man, how's it going? It's going, man. It's going. Just trying to get through. Big uh, big reveals for some uh, for some toys, uh, including the Lego stuff. So uh, yeah, looking forward to talking about that. Like, did they and, have to uh, dump everything on us at once this week? I don't know the the, the, the nerd room the nerd room guys <laughs> did an episode because <laughs> with no news whatsoever. That's what happens when you record on Tuesdays and you get a big dump on Wednesdays. We suck. Star Wars sucked up all the news this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. My cool. lord. Hey, but look, you can make a good conversation out of it anyway, even when there's no news, if you put your heart into it. All right, Corey, how you doing? Good. Yeah, good. good. All right, good. Feeling good. good. Moving on. Work. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, how about, no how more about... Whole COVID, Kyle. I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's over, man. You know when I stopped caring about you having COVID? When, when you I asked... told you I didn't feel anything? No, actually, I was really surprised how concerned you were. Kyle actually asked me every day, are you okay? Is the family okay? I was like, wow. Because he's a nice guy. When you I said, guess. when I found out you had COVID and we're like, hey, let 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 me know if you need us to pick up any supplies for you, any groceries. And your reply was, yeah, can you get me some beer? Mm-hmm. Like, geez. Hey, man. So I was, I was in isolation for a week. I made it last a good Priorities. Long, so. Yeah, no, no, no. Never mind diapers or get us some, you know, some essentials nah let me see i need i need a 12 pack well that's what amazon's for good grief anywho uh cory you got a collecting update yeah i do man we gotta move uh, man we gotta move this week before your battery runs out and before i fall asleep I, I don't know why i did it or i know why i did it. it's just awesome and that's all there is to it but yeah i i, I pulled the trigger before things gonna end up at uh 300 you know what i mean and it's a celebration to boba fett so I got the Black Series rearmored Boba Fett helmet. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Went ahead and purchased that bad boy. I can go beside the Mando now that they're brothers in, our, in arms. Wait a minute. You have the Mando helmet too? Yeah, bro. And, I showed you it. Did you? I don't remember. Come on now. That's a big one. That's the best. It's awesome. I'll trade you so for X-Wing Luke. My... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's over, man. Black Series is out, bro. 
forty two ninety nine. Ah, not if you order from the online independence. True, true. They're right. hanging, they're yeah. they're keeping it real at uh, thirty four ninety nine for for at least a little while longer. Yeah, they're so, trying. So, so they're deciding to take less profit just so they could sell more in, in volume and make it make it up there. I don't know how much volume the little guys do, but yeah, that that's, seems that's, that's to be. Because if you're a big, if you're like an Amazon and you get shipments of thousands at a time, you gotta you move know, them. You gotta move them, and um, yeah. Anyways, it's unfortunate. Well, I'll hail the little guy anyway. Screw these big box guys. Proceed, Corey, with your rearmored yeah. Boba helmet. That's it. I'm just super stoked about it, man. You know what I mean? Like, I was kind of thinking I wouldn't get one, and I just kind of been looking around, and I saw one that was uh, selling at retail. So I was like, it's still pricey, but I mean, come on, it's gonna look so good beside the Mando, and uh, <laughs> it's gonna look yeah, so man, good I'm... in the box inside another box inside your closet. Exactly for some time. But no, those two, I, I even I keep my Stormtrooper helmet out as well. My Every now and again, we'll put it on with my son. You know what I mean? He'll put on the Mando helmet. He's a pretty big fan. I, I tell him not to touch it when I'm not there, but he still does, and I get mad. Just elevate it. Put it up on a shelf. Yeah, he's tall, man. He can't be stopped. He even put the, the, the flashlight. There's a flashlight that goes on the Mando helmet on the side, like his light. I told him not to touch it, right? Because it was an extra add-on piece, right? Anyway, he put it on. And then I was like, okay, now take it off. And he couldn't, man. And I was so pissed at him. I'm like, don't touch things that aren't yours. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm sure that's going to go over real well. Ah, dude, come on. I was like, yeah, if you, you, you want to play with it, it's fine. But like, you know, ask first of all. And second of all, like, I would like to be there. And third of all, don't start putting pieces on that you don't know what you're doing. This is a collector's item, man. Well, it's, not, it's not even that. It's, it's expensive stuff, man. Like, dude, come on. I'm spending like uh, 20 bucks on this thing. I hear you. I got you. You just can't have anything nice, man. Can't have it. Carlos, did, did anything uh, leave the barn, so to speak, this week for you? Uh, No, no, nothing. Nothing as far as um, collecting or, or selling. It was a quiet week on, on that front. Good. Yep. No, no news is good news, I guess. Yeah. I had a, I had a, a small but significant move. Something that I had ordered, I don't know, I don't even remember when anymore. Um, it was the, it's the Retro Stormtrooper Vintage Collection figure, which is, if you remember, those multicolored, really retro-looking figures. And those real ugly ones? They're super ugly, but they, they, they go right around the dial. They're so ugly that they're cool. So now I've, now I've got my Retro Stormtrooper, but the bigger deal was that I have the uh, the Boba Fett figure from the droids card back in Vintage Collection. Oh, nice. That was sweet. That was a huge pickup for me because that, that was one of those pre-orders that vanished almost instantaneously. Totally missed out. I managed to, to score 3PO and R2. I don't have them yet. I don't know when they're shipping. But I, actually, I missed out on the Boba Fett. Uh, but a friend came through. And let me know that last week that he managed to secure a few extra pieces and one had my name on it. So I, I drove right over to his house and picked it up. And man, it is so cool. So cool. Like, I, you know, for years I've been saying, I'm not the hugest Boba Fett fan. And that droids cartoon is dreadful. <laughs> but this collector's piece is so awesome. I'm so stoked to have it. And I, I have to get in touch with Target in the US because these were all Target exclusives. And the pre-orders I did do through them... Oh man, I botched it so bad. So I got to call them and figure out 
where my order is at because I, I ordered as a guest. I didn't create an account. I ordered as a guest and uh, deleted the email with the order confirmation in it. Which what? Was, yeah, I know. I told you I botched it. Yeah, so you I, did. <laughs> I deleted the email and it's gone. Gmail deletes things permanently after 30 days. And so I have no record of the purchase. None. So I have to get in touch with Target and find out what the status is. And they'll have it on record. They ha- I have my name. I've got the address. I've got the credit card number. I just need them to go dig it up for me and find out what it is and have them send me another copy. Yeah, that was a, that was a big mistake. But be that as it may, I'll figure it out. And yeah, I, I'm just still sort of in celebration mode over the, the uh, acquisition of that Boba Fett droids figure. Such a cool piece. And people are hot after that figure right now. Nice. Anyway, yeah, and and uh, on another front, the Haslabs Razorcrest is shipping. Oh, Nelly! Oh man, people are starting to get their hands on there slowly but surely. I got my email from Hasbro saying that it's shipping. I think it was. It's a generic. Hey, everybody, we're shipping soon. So hopefully, you I didn't get, get a, a tracking number. No, no tracking number just yet. But hopefully, I get something from FedEx imminently that says. You know, here's a tracking number. This should is be it a doorstep. ground or is it a ground or uh, uh, a an express shipment? They didn't they didn't say. I have nothing from FedEx yet. Okay, okay. Nothing so at all. But I did sign up them. for um, I did sign up on FedEx for my own like personal account, and I should yeah. get some sort of notification once that once that uh, goes from Hasbro to FedEx to me. I'm dying though, man. I saw, I saw a couple of videos. It looks so good. <laughs> I just I just need this thing in my life now. Keep, keep me posted on dates, or maybe just like send me the tracking number and I'll look after it. <laughs> you can count on me, Corey. That sounds like cool. a great idea. I'll be waiting. Everybody's stupid. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> stupid, but me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so Hasbro had themselves a live stream this week, which kind of snuck up on me. I wasn't really expecting it, but uh, they did it, and there's a bunch of stuff. And I, I know, like, for the last little while, I was saying, I'm out on Black Series. I'm done. I'm selective now. That's it. But holy cow, they should run this stuff by me, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, there's so much stuff that I really need to get my hands on. So starting with Black Series, the archive line, they are re-releasing 3PO, Palpatine, Lando in Skiff Guard Disguise, Dengar, Han Solo from TFA, Chewie from A New Hope, Tarkin, Leia in her uh, Boosh Disguise, and that right there is a bit of a killer lineup. Like, there's about four to five in there that I need, for sure, just to round out my my collection. Open. Yeah, like these, the all, these are all ones that will be opened. Corey, if you're going to sell your Black Series, you know, maybe I'll take them off your hands. Just saying. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, and but you know the, the the inclusion of Leia and Lando from the Return of the Jedi stuff. I don't know why they're doing this now. Like they're going to be part of the 40th anniversary stuff, which might come out late this year, early next year. I don't know why they're doing that. I'd be surprised if they like uh, I'm on the same page uh, boat as you in the sense that if they release Skiffguard Lando, for example, again in the 40th anniversary of of Jedi, then it's a little strange. But maybe they're doing this now because they know preemptively they're not going to. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe this is the time to get it. Otherwise, you miss the boat. But yeah, they they just released him 
in the the red box a couple years ago now archive and you would think he might he's got a good chance of being part of that 40th set but who knows anyway i still want a good number of these i I need 3po palpatine uh, dengar for sure tarkin is a maybe but yeah there's a couple there that I, i need to get my hands on uh, GameStop exclusive, that is up for... Oh, actually, all these archive figures are up for pre-order, uh, which I avoided, thank God. Uh, GameStop, they've got an exclusive Knight Brother Archer coming, which looks fantastic. Are you going to grab that one, Corey? Yeah, maybe. I'm really surprised. Like, the, the, the Knight Brother that I got, I think I spoke about it probably like two, three months ago. I might even have it in duplicate, I think I was saying. and I'm, I'm not sure, but that thing seems to have spiked in value for some reason. Like, it, very strange. Hmm. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention at all on that front. It's not a figure that I have any interest in whatsoever. So I doubt it, to be honest. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's it's probably Gamerverse, right? Or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? All right. Uh, and then into the Black Series pipeline reveals, we've got uh, Ayla Sakura, Maul from Clone Wars Season 7, and Saw Gerrera. Yeah, that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Those are three great figures there. Seriously. Like, I, I know I said it again last week as well that, like, oh, I'm out. But, like, yeah, these, these are the guys that I've been waiting for. You know what I mean? It's going to be tough to lay off any of those. I I think I'm going to have to stay away from Ayla Sakura just because if, if I grab her, then I'm going to have to chase down a Mace Windu and chase down a Kit Fisto and chase down a Qui-Gon and on and on and on. Plo Koon. I have that one from you, but that's, that's literally the only Jedi I have, you know, not, not named Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan because K- uh, Kanan and, and Ezra don't count. So oh. <laughs> I got him, Carlos. I got him. Thanks, man. I was sipping a scotch <laughs> there and I, I, I didn't have the time to, to, to interject, but uh, I'm we don't got the time tonight, but I disagree. <laughs> anyway um yes there's there's some great looking figures there from the black series and then on the vintage collection side they showed this great set the throne room from book of boba fett which comes with the chunky bib fortuna figure and it 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 looks incredible it's 20 inches long it's like a foot high 10 inches deep it's a great great set but it comes with a 230 dollars u.s price tag so, say it again. So it's like a throne room. How many figures do you get? One. Ay. But you also get a ton of accessories. <laughs> like there are a lot of accessories, tiny little pieces that come with this thing. Perfect for losing. And yeah, at $230, <laughs> as nice as it is, no thank you. This can stay. Someone else can have mine. And then uh, there's a vintage collection 501st Trooper which looks fantastic, but I will skip. And then pipeline reveals for Anakin from Attack of the Clones and a Mandalorian Commando. And that that was a fairly successful live stream, I think. You know, a lot of new stuff. And I got to wonder if because of the new deal that they just signed that we talked about last week or the week before, if now that Hasbro has sort of the confidence or wherewithal to say cool we're secured we're locked in for another three four five years whatever the deal is we can do we can afford to do new stuff instead of cranking out repaints 
I don't know, but I thought it was, you know, I thought the timing was kind of suspicious. Anyway, uh, that's it for the collecting side of things on Hasbro's front. Carlos, I think Lego is getting revved up as well for a big summer. Yeah, there's a, there's a big uh, rumor list that came out. Uh, not, not everything is confirmed uh, as of yet. Um, uh, we do get uh, a, a new Master Builder series set at uh, 75331. The rumors at first were, because it's 2022, um, everybody loves to say, oh, it's 20th anniversary of this or 20th anniversary of that, so they're going to make this. So the first rumor was uh, Geonosis Arena. Whew. Uh, but apparently, uh, you know, Lego doing Lego, I, I, they're going to probably rehash the old um, ha- attack of or defense of Hoth uh, set uh, from 20, when was it? 2014, I believe. Um, the, the, the set that everybody loved to hate on. Uh, <laughs> so there's um, apparently that's that's what it's going to be. And, uh, you know, a lot of the prequel stands are going to are going to be angry about that. But. It is what it is. Well, yeah, I, I get that. It's 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. It should be all about Attack of the Clones this year. Nah, let's do the 42nd anniversary of Empire again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> Empire all day, every day, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it. It's, it's, it is one of the best movies. And they, I mean, they have the data of what they probably could sell, right? So it's like they know people are going to want to jump all over that. So I, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. Uh, so we're getting a, a four plus uh, ATST, uh, small little um, little build there for uh, for an ATST. Apparently, uh, from the images that the some people saw, doesn't look great, but it's a junior set, so not a big deal. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi is getting a remake of his Jedi Starfighter from Attack of the Clones. Ooh, wow! Um, yeah, that one uh, that one's pretty cool. The last oh. time they did a a play set of that one. Uh, I believe uh, Django and Mini Boba were in in the in the set. I'm not saying they're going to do that this time, but the possibilities are there. That is a that's that's a top five ship in Star Wars for me. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I I sold the UCS set that I had bought uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. I I sold it last year, and uh, I never ended up building it. The box was open, but the bags were all sealed. I still don't regret selling it. It's there's just something about that ship that's like, all right, I don't know. They've done it. They've done it a few times. So this is this would be another playset, and I believe it's without the hyper ring. So it's just the sh- just the ship. Yeah, the hyper ring. I mean, what do you do with the hyper ring? You'd have to you have to hang it from your ceiling. No, you you can actually display the ring with the ship in it. Oh yeah, it stands up on its own. Yes, it stands up on its own, and it supports uh, sort of the balance of of the ship suspended in the middle. It does, yeah. Oh, it's, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of a miracle actually, of engineering. Yeah, yeah. They they know what they're doing. Damn. Uh, what else? Uh, obviously, another advent calendar. The price is going up five bucks. Um, the biggest, the biggest set, uh, other than the master master builder series at five hundred and thirty U.S. dollars, probably six hundred Canadian. Um, for that big set, we're, the biggest set is going to be seven five two three two. And um, it's called the Justifier. Does anybody know what that is? The Justifier is that sounds like a star destroyer of some sort. It's not a star destroyer. Corey, take a stab. I don't know. It just sounds like rationalizing the price to pay for that. Uh, the ju- <laughs> <laughs> Good point. It's Cad Bane ship. The oh. Justifier. 
Nice. Huh. And um, apparently, I can't even see a ship in my head right now. It's a thousand and twenty-two pieces. Uh, should be released on August first. They're calling it one sixty euro, so that's probably two hundred Canadian. And um, yeah, it looks. Uh, I mean, from from the the just the the stills from. I, th- I believe it's Clone Wars, and um, you might have seen it in Bad Batch. It's uh, yeah, it's it's it looks like it's going to be a cool ship, but I don't know. I apparently uh, Republic Bricks made a custom version of this thing, and um, I it's probably it's not something that I would get, but uh, it looks pretty cool. And look, it's a ship that's up for grabs now, right? Because it's it's no more pilot, no more owner. Dude, that, hey, Too soon. That, oh. Imagine, imagine, imagine uh, Mando grabs it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Ooh, Speaking of Mando, uh, we're getting a an N one. We're getting a Naboo starfighter with, I believe, it's with the Mando markings on it. Oh, really? Eh. So yes. it's like straight up, like like chrome or whatever. I don't know if it's going to be chromed. Uh, apparently, uh, Lego only made one version with the chrome. Um, but people complained a lot because the chrome kind of marks easily and it rubs off, so it kind of looks it looks crappy quite quite quickly. So um, you can't anyways. play with it. Yeah, it's not something that's uh, more. It's more of something that's a display set, and this is is not a display set. This is um, more a uh, a play set. So yeah, there's that. Uh, UCS set for May the fourth. Uh, Luke's land speeder. UCS. Uh, yeah, hmm. a UCS Luke's Landspeeder. Uh, considering we've gotten three Luke's Landspeeders in yeah, the last six years. I was just going to say, like, I'm not the biggest <laughs> Lego guy, but I feel like there's been a lot of Landspeeders <laughs> in all different <laughs> shapes and sizes. Yes. It's the Boba That's... Fett of vehicles. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I was like, this is the affordable version, the deluxe. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, 75337 is... Uh, sorry, three three six is an ATTE. I mentioned this last week. Wow! Uh, so they're remaking the ATTE, nine hundred twenty four pieces, and they're talking one hundred euro. So probably one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty Canadian, maybe one forty because we pay a a moose tax apparently. Uh, three uh, seven five three three seven uh, to go with the ATTE. They're actually saying that they might release another playset of the. Republic uh, gunship. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So there's there's the chance of the Republic gunship and the ATTE. I, I mean, I don't know why they didn't do a dropship instead oh, of that instead been of so cool, so much better. Because th- back in the day, they actually released a dual pack of the dropship and the ATTE in the same box. Damn. Lego Star Wars used to do crazy things back in 2013, 2014. A lot of these dual packs, like the uh, Darth Vader's Tie versus the A Wing set, and uh, or the Tie versus the Y Wing Trench Run, they've they've done they've done quite a quite a bit of those, uh, and I, I feel like they could have done something like that here, but I guess putting them in two different boxes gives them more profit. So um, there's yeah. that. Yeah, uh, mentioned last week. I mentioned it, and it's it's coming. It's the BD One. We're getting the little droid, oh. uh, buildable, buildable, buildable <laughs> the buildable figure. They're coming for us, man. 
and it's literally the BD one. It's from Fallen Order, so we're getting another uh, another character from a game, which hasn't happened in a, in a while. I think the last time was in 2015 with the Darth Re- Darth Revan um, minifig for for a promo. So it's been a while since they they've released a, a set from a game. Uh, Yikes. Which is, Yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff coming. Man. Now, are you trembling, or is this stuff that have you built up the confidence? Because last week I was feeling confident that I had enough armor on me now that they could announce whatever they like, and I'm gonna just bounce right off and just not be bothered, not touch it. And now I'm seeing all this stuff and going, oh man, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm quite confident. I'm not gonna be getting ATTE. I'm not gonna be getting Cad Bane ship. Uh, I will be getting BD1 because I said I would. It's a droid buildable figure. Like, I'm down. Um, but yeah, other than that, maybe the maybe the N1. I, 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 I'm not sure. There's even a, a uh, 18 plus trench run. Like, there's like an X Wing kind of like with two sides of the trench, you know, flying in at an angle. That's another one that's coming out. Uh, apparently, there's a training on Dagobah. Uh, which is an uh, 80 euro set, uh, but that one I haven't seen confirmed yet. Um, so imagine Yoda's hut, but like in a bigger play in a bigger playset scale. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff happening, and uh, so and there's quite a few other ones that actually don't have any details about it, other than the uh, the piece count and the price. So at this point, it's all speculation. But um, yeah, cool stuff happening on the Lego side too. Oh God, BD one, BD one is the is the the is at the top of my list. Uh, apparently, it's for uh, August first. So that's the one that I'm really looking forward to. Oh, August, yeah, that's okay. If this is mostly summer stuff, then yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, that that's future Kyle's problem. Yeah, exactly. And even even the UCS set, the, the Luke's Landspeeder is like. I don't know, man. I want to see. I want to see images of it first. Um, yeah, maybe it but, turns out to be a knockout. Like it could just be this big, huge, detailed piece. From from the customs that I've seen, I kind of don't like what the customs people were doing with something that looked like a UCS set. Just too many studs showing. You know, not. Uh, I don't know. Just missing like greebling and actually like cool details. So I don't know. I, I I'm waiting to see the pictures on that, but uh, I'm unless it's a Tie Fighter, I'm not um, Tie Fighter and a droid. I'm I'm not in. You know, hold the line. I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna try. Cool. All right. Well, there's a big fat collecting update for y'all. Well, how about this guy? Like, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, if this was part of the the Hasbro thing that have been released, but I, I also see black uh, series figures that have been posted recently in groups for like. Uh, Mandalorian Echo, uh, Omega, Mandalorian Ahsoka, uh, Mandalorian Death Watch, Mandalorian guy. Oh, yeah, the client. Yeah, th- those are, yeah, those were revealed a while back, and pre orders are live for those figures as well. I got to get that Echo, man. Got to round out that collection. And Omega, she's out too in pre- for yep. pre order. Big time. Yeah, man. That oh. bad, the bad Batch is a big lost cause for me right now. Stupid guy I ordered from is yeah Duplo. He oh man botched my order. Canada Post lost it, so now it's like I've got three of the guys here. Well, two plus Rex. Two of them are in the wind. 
Omega and, and Echo are out there for, for order. It's like, do I do I cut my losses and just dump the the two figures that I have and just keep the rest? I'll take your Rex. Hell no, that's the one I would keep and never part with. Uh, but yeah, Wrecker and and uh, Tech I think is the one I have. Wrecker's awesome, bro. I know, but my son has one. So if I want to, if I want to, you know, ha- handle that for a bit, I can just go check out what, what my kid's gotten up in his room. So. You mean steal it from him and eventually put it in your collection, right, Kyle? No, no, no. Because if I put the one, I'm gonna want all of them. So, <laughs> but you do want all of them. I, if you know, if I, if I knew, if I was confident in getting my hunter and uh, whatever the crosshair, I think. If I knew, if I was confident that I would actually get those delivered, then I would probably go and 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 bite the bullet for Echo and Omega. And then just call it a day. But I'm not. I'm not confident whatsoever. So I'm confident for you. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, put a pin in the collecting update. That's That was a big, long one for, for a change. Sorry, that... guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Hasbro and Lego, they teamed up to uh, give us a one-two punch this week. And then the rest of Star Wars news teamed up to finish us off. Big elbow drop from the top ropes. A lot of news to discuss here, so we'll try and breeze through it pretty quickly so that we can get to Book of Boba Fett finale. But uh, the first piece off the top here is a bunch of stuff related to Disney Plus shooting schedules. And the first bit here, Andor Season 2 is supposed to begin shooting this fall. And this according to a tweet from One Take News. Uh, you'll remember the noted loose-lipped star, Stellan Skarsgård. He let it slip a long time ago that uh, he had shot scenes with um, Forrest Whitaker, mm. which I'm sure was not appreciated. <laughs> and he's still out there running around, talking and running his mouth. Yeah. And now he's talking about that after he finishes shooting Dune 2 this summer. Uh, who knows if he was allowed to say that. But after that, he'll be moving on to shoot Andor Season 2. Yeah, uh, double whammy. Double whammy. And this guy just keeps, he, he, you know, I picture him running around naked like he was in Thor 2, like just telling secrets. I, I could see it like totally like, I don't know, like loose lips saying ships, but I could totally see them telling him that and he'd be like playing super innocent and be like, I didn't know. <laughs> and getting away with it. Getting away yes. with it. Yes. And I hesitated talking about this because like, as we'll, as we'll see, there's a whole, mu- whole bunch of, of more worthwhile stuff to get to. But just, you know, in the name of being thorough. Oh, here we go. Like, and and I don't even have a take on this really, other than to say that if they're planning season two before we even get a glimpse of season one, then, like, they they must be really confident in what they have with season one, and are in the midst of telling this huge story, which I also find interesting because I don't even I can't even figure out what they're doing with season one. Like, I don't know the reason for the existence of this show <laughs> for one season, let alone multiple seasons. And yeah. I, I'm interested in the premise, the spy spy thriller element. You know, that's that's what's keeping me around. But, I, you know, I think it's going to have like foundation wise, it's it could have a lot to do with like the the early genesis and catalysts for uh, the rebellion. You might even get to see what the, they do with Han's coaxium. You know, maybe like, yeah, something like, like that, like him just forming the rebellion, really, like uh, at, at a cutthroat level. Yeah, because like the Empire and Reb, like the rebels aren't stupid enough to have declared open war with the with the empire just yet for obvious reasons so is all of this pulling together you know uh, uh rebel cells 
for the future war, you know, info gathering, spying on the empire. Like, I don't know what kind of legs the show can have, but, you know, looking at shows like um, the Americans or uh, Homeland, those, those to me are just things of beauty. And if, if Andor sort of takes a little bit of that DNA and puts it, puts a big Star Wars twist on it, then I am totally on board. And that, that, you know, that makes me excited, but you had to hear about a season two before we know anything about season one. That's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It had me a little, uh, my first thought was, oh, they must love, they must love what they're seeing. So they just greenlit it without, uh, giving it to us. And there's another part of me that's like, oh, they must've like, it was probably always going to have. Or they, they, sorry, they they probably like pushed back the release of the show, so they probably would have announced this at the end of what we what we could have seen. I don't know. Anyways, there was. Sorry, I'm having trouble keeping my thoughts in line here, but like, it's like <laughs> there's. <laughs> uh, my my first thought was was oh cool, so they're they're really in love with it. Or my sec and then my second thought was. Or they know that they needed two seasons to tell the story regardless. And they didn't want to have Backlash uh, cancel the show midway. So they just said, screw it. We're just we're just going full bore. Yeah, like it seems like they had to commit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, of anything, you know, given, given almost like the near universal praise for Rogue One, Anything with that sort of a new hope ish vibe, I think that's going to be a lock. Like that's just something that so many people are going to get into. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, sticking with shooting schedules, uh, Bespin Bulletin—they um, are as reliable as it gets. They just today actually brought a couple of things to light uh, via Production Weekly magazine, and uh, the one note is that the Ahsoka show is going to start shooting in April which is just a little bit pushed back from what was supposed to be a March start. Uh, and it's got the production name of Stormcrow, which you Tolkien nerds out there know very well. Uh, so that's that's one note. And there's more. Uh, <laughs> the, the second pit from Production magazine, Weekly Magazine uh, from Bespin Bulletin once again, that uh, they've highlighted a mystery Star Wars project with the working title of Grammar Rodeo, which is mm-hmm. supposed to begin shooting in June. And it's a it's it's a project that nobody knows anything about, and hopefully we'll learn something about it at celebration. But um, yeah, needless to say, there is a lot going on that we don't know about at all. And uh, you know, celebration three and a half months from now, there, there's the opportunity to sort of drop a ton of anvils on our head, and uh, you know, more shows the, the better as far as I'm concerned. But possibly this this untitled unknown show has something to do with our next news item. But before we go there, Corey, do you have anything you want to throw in here? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think he walked away. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I'd seen a couple of videos over the last five days uh, about rumors about this being a high Republic, uh, a high Republic show. Um, so I'm not sure if it's a show or it's a movie or, or, or what they're, they're, they're starting to film exactly, but it, it's something that they haven't announced yet. So, uh, if you, if you turn back the clock 
14 months where they released all the all the new shows happening. Uh, there's quite a bit of stuff there, and uh, they, they didn't mention anything about the High Republic, seeing as how the the books hadn't even been hadn't been dropped yet. So I don't know. Maybe it's that, but as far as rumors go, I don't know. It's tough. It, even even when something is apparently you know confirmed, then they come back and say that it's being pushed back. So or it, canceled. It's tough to, or or canceled. You yeah. just never know with Star Wars. It's <laughs> just things yeah. things come to light, and. They there's a good chance that it's just not going to see the light of day. That's but just, what that's... I love, what I love is that people are starting to realize now, like what what they're what they're what they're doing with all these shows, with the different shows, like how how Mando and Book of Boba Fett are kind of like intrinsically uh, tied together, and then obviously with Ahsoka being part of this show and have, her having her own show, they're they're they're. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an an MCU style uh, universe. Where all these shows lead up to, lead up to Thrawn, and um, more and more people are seeing that now, and it's 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 cool. I'm happy about that. So if whatever they're releasing now is on a different in a different era, on a different you know different schedule, uh, different characters altogether, I'm I'm looking forward to that as well because uh, I mean we're on the same page here. It's like give us new, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, so tying into this uh, you know grammar rodeo piece. Um, According to Jordan at Cinelinks, a kid-focused High Republic live-action series is in the works at Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And so they, my first reaction to the headline when, it, when I saw this was like, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Like I had this vision of like a silly Nickelodeon vibe show with, you know, with, with kids and lightsabers and, and goofiness. And that doesn't really interest me at all. But then the line in the piece of Stranger Things meets Star Wars. And yeah. suddenly I am all ears. I am all in. Like that just snapped me back into hopeful mode because that's what it, Stranger Things is one of my favorite shows of the last, I don't know, five, six years. And if they can, they can funnel some of that into Star Wars. And like you think of a villain like the Drengear and mm. how, how cool they would be with a Stranger Things vibe sort of plastered over top of, of, of star Wars. Like, that yeah, there is some, wild. there is something about like upside downy about the drain gear for sure. Like, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're up. Yeah. Upside downy They're Yeah. There's uh the Demogorgon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, not to say that the, the drain gear would be the villains, but they very well could be. And apparently some of the, the brain trust of the high Republic, the authors, are involved. We'll see if that comes to fruition. But uh, again, three and a half months from now, celebration. I, I, that's going to be something that if this is a, a real thing and and this is a show that they're actually working on and will be shooting in June, according to uh, Production Weekly, they're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about this in three and a half months from now. You know, probably even give us a cast list and the whole premise. That, that'll be great. Yeah, uh, there was something when I first saw that report. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I want kids. But then when the, you give the vibe, but but still, there's still, I guess if they're the core, and then you have like, you know, like a Qui Gon type. Yeah, well, yeah, in, like, and that that's yeah. part of it too. Like in, in Stranger Things, you have Hopper, and you have exactly. Bob Newby, and you have uh, the wine owner writer. You have yeah. there are adult characters to sort of appeal to us older folk 
Who's Bob Newby again? Is that uh, Sean Astin? Sean Astin. Nah, okay. Yeah. Bob Newby, superhero. He got got. He, oh, he sure did. Spoiler. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't even watch it. But like, uh, I think the last time I saw him on screen, he was wearing a Superman outfit. Could that be? Wasn't he super? Oh, no, he was Dracula. <laughs> he was Dracula in the first season. That's, I don't uh, remember the second season. No, second season. Yeah, second season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't watch past that, uh, past those two episodes. Bob Newbie. Anyway, uh, good news as far as I'm concerned. Star Wars is starting to get into the studio and, and new stuff's coming along. And they, they seem to be very much doubling down on High Republic stuff. I'm all here for it, man. Yeah, I like it because it gives them a little bit of breathing room to like try new things and not be attached to canon so much. Well, it's all going to be canon at this point. It's just not playing yeah, in but the it's same not sandbox. A, no, no, it's not attached to something that's already done. So they have, yeah, yeah they are. They have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be interesting Maybe. to see like the, the, the how how much rope they have within the own like the, the self contained High Republic storyline. But if 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 the brain trust is part of it, then It'll be fine. All right. So moving on to the next exciting piece. Uh, this one related to Kenobi. Rupert Friend is apparently cast as the Grand Inquisitor. Yep. <laughs> you, you, I, I like the casting. I don't know this guy at all. I just, uh, they could have still used Jason Isaacs though. You know what I mean? I guess they could have. Like he's old enough the Inquisitor, when, by the time we see him in Rebels, and this is not that far from then, maybe. This is before We don't that. know, necessarily. It is before that, but good max, like, what, 10 years? Maybe 15 max? Whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, you want to yeah, recast, know. This guy go do right ahead. It's fine. And there's, yeah. there's so much prosthesis involved and makeup and CG. Like, exactly. What's the, what's the big deal? And And whatever. Like, you guys know how I feel about Inquisitors. <laughs> all bark no bite you yeah, know they, they're very star warsy they've got the cool armor and the semi-cool lightsabers you know not you know the helicopter effect notwithstanding it's the sith loophole <laughs> there can only be two but but we have these guys they're like part-timers know. yeah not even like they're just force sensitive like bad people and they don't know the ways of the sith no, nah, they're just they're just I don't even I don't even know how to describe them. They're not Sith, they have no chance at being Sith, even if they think they do. You know be cool though, like what what gets me thinking, like I told you I wasn't gonna take any notes or anything on the uh on stuff anything but other than uh, Boba Fett, but it gets me thinking like what we know of the Grand Inquisitor is that he was a temple guard at one point, so it'd be pretty cool if we could get flashbacks of them as you know, colleagues, possibly even friends at one point. Because how the heck does this guy survive and Kobe, Kenobi survive and everything's amicable kind of afterward? Well, that's the real mystery, right? Right maybe, now. Maybe like, Kenobi has to is... be made to... They have to I, I still, you know, Kenobi has to be made to think that he's dead. Tarkin thinks he's dead in A New Hope. Surely well, he's going to what... know that he's alive in the, in the, from the Kenobi series and be led to believe that he's dead afterward. Sometime afterward. I could possibly see this. I don't know. With his character, like his character comes full circle in Rebels, but I don't know. I I could see him maybe like just with the whole Kenobi thing, like 
letting it go and just like maybe Kenobi fools him and said, okay, he's like, he's dead for sure. But I can't see the Inquisitor giving up unless they come to an understanding. I mean, that, that sort of doesn't fit with the guy we know in Rebels. When we meet him. I mean, he, he, he doesn't last long, right? He's like that, that Grand Inquisitor was dead by the end of season one. Yeah, but it was a good arc, man. Like they 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 really uh, leaned heavily on that character. Oh, for sure. They needed a, a proxy for the dark side that can't be Palpatine. It can't always be Vader. So here's this guy, and he was definitely the best of whoever we saw. And he you still know? sucked. Uh, he didn't suck so much. He just, you wow. know, he, he came needed, came to his senses. He needed to get his butt kicked, man. It's part of just it's just, just yeah, a it's, plot. Yeah. It's a plot line for the story. Oh, yeah. For yeah, sure, he didn't have plot armor, so he got handed. He got it handed to him, and you know, I, yeah. I get that the uh, an Inquisitor's job is not necessarily to take out the Jedi themselves, although that is part of it. Uh, but you know, more to flush them out and and bring them out of hiding, and then if necessary, Vader comes to finish the job, and that even that doesn't work no. <laughs> in Rebels exactly. And and that, again, that's more plot armor, right? But, but anyway, he's a younger character. Like anyway, like I I, I would hope maybe he doesn't give. Uh, Obi-Wan a chance and does try and kill him or whatever but I would possibly like to see them have somewhat of a relationship or even for the Inquisitor to tell him like like I know you or maybe Vader's even like tells him like says like you're going after him because you know who he is I mean if Vader had a, a whiff of Kenobi he'd go right after him yeah it's, it's, it's very strange man like I want to see how they both play it. Like maybe even Vader too, if they both have a soft spot, like, or like the Inquisitor reports it to Vader and the Vader just keeps it under wraps. Like I'm not telling the Emperor. Yeah, that, that could, uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But you know, it's, it's been long enough that we've seen these Inquisitors on TV, right? In, in, in Rebels. And I, I think it goes without saying that most, most non-crazy Star Wars fans have forgotten them completely so anybody who just sort of watched rebels as a casual fan has forgotten totally about inquisitors they wouldn't know them from a hole in the wall so i think that deborah chow and the team they have the liberty here to create a a fiercer meaner version of the inquisitors well that's what i'm saying we get to see this guy transform from like former uh temple guard to inquisitor possibly you know what i mean like breaking him to the point where we see him become who he is, the, the character that we know. And then for the new audience, they get that, the whole introduction. Okay, he was a Jedi once. Oh, my God. Well, I, I, no, I, even... and I think, well, because he's not the only Inquisitor in the show. There's there's the Moses Ingram character who apparently of the three Inquisitors that are supposed to be in Kenobi, her role is the biggest. Um, and then I think Sun Kang is rumored to be playing fifth brother. We'll see if we'll see if that sort of pans out or if that's just a reach. But you know, what do you think about this, Kyle? What are the chances we see live action saber copters? Uh, no, please, please, no. No that live would, action, Kyle. That would be terrible. It was terrible unless, in animated, terrible in live action. Unless, Ugh. unless they 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 use that and like not to fly, but like let's say you know how like Grogu was jumping from rock to rock. Yeah, and gliding. I, they weren't I, really flying. They were gliding with dude, them. Dude, they were freaking through. flying. Get the hell out of here, man. They it were on disgusting. a downward motion. 
Dude, it was gross. Like they were gliding long distances. I don't mind if they kind of slow their descent with the helicopter thing. Oh, jeez. Throw a squirrel suit on him. Like, what, 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 <laughs> I hate that stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't need, yeah, it's, I don't need to stretch it any further. Like, it's a dumb idea. I hope they don't play with that too much. I'll deal with it if they do, because I, it, it's already there. It's, the, it's a thing in the to- toy box if they want to use it. I just kind of hope they leave that toy alone. But yeah, I think either way, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, confused about this series, man. In the sense that there's Vader, the the Inquisitors, is it going to be like a cat and mouse thing? Because technically, like to me, and even what they're saying, like the, the big face off between Vader and Kenobi, like that's all very. Uh, I would rather him just escape and like just play it the Jedi way and his own way, kind of, and just stay under the radar under so much heat. But that doesn't build conflict, I guess, or. I mean, I, can, I don't know. I can see a scenario where, like, there is another Jedi out there, and he does manage to to contact Obi Wan somehow, and Obi Wan goes off world. Inquisitors pick up the trail. You know, there's there's a a battle. Then it gets back to Vader. They have the rematch, and Kenobi fakes his death and slips away, and Vader thinks he's dead. That could be something that happens. Probably it's not, and I hope it's not because I, I want to be surprised, but it could be a th- that's a that's one way to get all these characters together. What do you think about this, Kyle? I know they've pretty much made it quite clear in saying that uh, there's going to be a face-off between the two. You know, it could be wordplay and whatever, but if they do, do you honestly, like, like to me personally, it feels like uh, they're retconning something, and that's fine. They've done it so many times, but they're really trouncing on, like, some verbiage here that's like, it's pretty clear, unless it's like super. I I, I don't know how they can uh, turn that phrase around. Like I was, but the the learner and you were the master. You know. Well, I th- like, yeah. I mean, it's not retconning so much as it's shoehorning. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know, that's the Vader word. says like I I, I sent something a presence I've not felt since since Mustafar. That's what we've been led to believe. Now it's going to be since the Kenobi series ten years ago. But how do you shoehorn that in? You know what I mean? Like because the, there's 19 I, I, I years hope... of unexplored territory, and it's 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 there's no reason for them not to. It's wide open gap. They can plug it in, and to them, 19 years of not seeing each other is the same as 10 years of not seeing each other. What what I'm saying is that I hope in the long run, if it does actually happen, is that they take that into account and really focus on that dialogue, basically, and you know, kind of flip that on its head in the sense, okay, that now it makes sense in the way that they're talking. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, there'll be, yeah, it just, the, 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 that line will just be recontextualized from a new hope. Well, I hope that what I'm saying is that I hope they focus in on that and say like, okay, there's going to be people griping about this. So let's write this right. Well, people gripe about every single thing. So I don't know that they, but this is a bit of a big one. No, no, it's not (sighs) to me. It is, but it's, it's, it's a moot point because it's a 19-year gap. It's wide open. They can easily just drop it in there, and the 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 dialogue well, from New Hope still holds up completely. Yeah, but you don't necessarily know that. Did they give the timeline of the show? Yeah, it's, 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 it's 19. It's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, which is still 10 years before New Hope. That's fine. So they they've they've just dropped in the Kenobi Vader rematch at the midway point between. Episodes three and four. 
And so it's a, like, the dialogue still know. completely holds up. There's there's no way to look at it and go, well, that's a lie now. No, it's just well, instead how? of 19 years of since they saw each other, it's now 10. Yeah, but he says something like, I was but the learner. <laughs> you know, now, now I am the master. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're watching a little Phantom Menace over there? Oh, boy. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on from this. Inquisitors, they're inbound, three of them at least, and we'll see how that pans out. And uh, good luck to Rupert Friend, whoever he might be. I hope he'll do a good job. I'm sure he will. I'm sure Deborah Chow will pull a, a terrific performance out of him, and they'll make the Inquisitors a legit threat for once. And maybe, maybe they'll actually get a Jedi to sweat a little bit here. And then, okay, lastly here, guys, before we get into Book of Boba Fett, one more piece of news, but the big one, this is official, the one that we're most concerned with, Kenobi is to debut on Disney Plus Wednesday, May 25th. Circle the date on your calendars. Man, oh man. I, you know, it was, it was, I always look at, you know, and people will get annoyed that I bring this up. But I always look at the timing of these sorts of announcements and ask myself the motivation behind the timing. And to drop that announcement on the same day of the Book of Boba Fett finale is weird. There's, it's, it's an intentional choice. And it's weird to me that they couldn't give that show a full day of spotlight before pulling the rug out from under it and shifting attention to Kenobi. Cause that's what happened. I didn't even think about it like that, but you, you make a good point. And I, it, it's cynical of me to say, but I wonder if they look at the, the response sort of like the chatter on social media about book of Boba Fett and saw that it was very mixed and said, okay, let's change the tone here. Publish that press release. And it's <laughs> strange to me. <laughs> suddenly the tone changed and people started stopped talking about Book of Boba Fett for a while and started freaking out about Kenobi. But anyway, it's, it's good news. It's real. It's happening. I need this show. And I hope this is a sign that a trailer is going to come out in the next two to four weeks here. Yeah. You think, well, you think they dropped it after the seventh episode so close so that people wouldn't complain about how it was such a letdown. What was a letdown? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Come on now. That, you know, if they had done that, <laughs> I think, I think, oh boy, that would be a reason to go, wow, they're not happy with Book of Boba Fett. At least this was sort of like a half step in that direction. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's strange. People are going to be, the first episode is going to release the weekend of Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim. And so there's going to be a lot of people. If it happens. Yeah. I think it's going to happen. Unless. Well, it should. Who who, it should. Knock on it's wood. California, man. Never know. You never know. In this day and age, you never know. But um, all things being equal, it, it's going to be weird because there'll be a lot of people packing up <laughs> for a celebration, heading to the airport, and then trying to squeeze in a viewing of Kenobi. Watch it on the plane. Wait till you get to your hotel. Whatever it is, but yeah, people are gonna be like, be, that's, that's gonna be a, a a huge week for Star Wars. Man, that's gonna be why not? Like, they, they dude, got it. Sure. They if got you're it. Going out there, like, why not say like, dude, like, wait, I'll, I'll watch it with you together when we get there. You know? No, they got into bed with Delta, so that they would sh they would have to buy 
some data from from the planes <laughs> <laughs> so people would watch it on the plane attack formation delta or you just e- as easily download it to your tablet before getting on the plane yeah why make things easy <laughs> <laughs> hey listen that's what i would do but you know all right well there you go that that's the big news this week guys may 25th the 40th anniversary 45th anniversary yeah. of new hope coming what a up. shocker yeah, they it's, chose that date for that reason. And you know, personally, like for us, it's fine. We respect that. Like, I love what they're doing. Love the secrets. But it's also like a marketing game too, man. Like, you know, it's not that far away. Like, they've done some marketing for it, I guess, at this point. But uh, it, it it is tight once you consider celebration and whatnot. Like, they're, they're going to save all the good stuff for that. And it, it, anyway. Well, they're going to blow it up. Like, they're going to have a panel, and Hayden's going to be there, and Ewan's going to be there. They're going to talk about the duel to the extent that they can. When is Celebration? Uh, May 26th to 29th. So that's well, I, yeah, obviously, I guess uh, we're going to have to get a few things before then. Hopefully, we get some trailers soon then. Oh, I think, yeah, I think at least one trailer is going to come out first. I, 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 that's why I what think, do you think Super Bowl? No, I don't think Super Bowl. I think there's another. There's like Halo's got a trailer coming out for Super Bowl. I don't Halo. What's that compared to Star Wars? But I think there's a couple of trailers coming Super Bowl. Maybe Jurassic. Yeah. So I maybe not yet. And I I haven't been to a movie theater in a couple of years, literally. So I don't know if. Uh, you know, would you see a Disney Plus show trailer at a movie theater on a, like attached to a Disney movie? Hmm. Well, maybe. Yeah, because I can see it. Death of the Nile opens this weekend. Death on the Nile, sorry. Opens this weekend. And I could see them slipping in a Kenobi teaser attached to that. Yeah, you could possibly see it. I'll tell you one thing, man. I went to the theater back in November for a 1.30 showing. And the movie movie only started at 2. Which was quite upsetting. <laughs> yeah, you, you you're supposed to give yourself that 15 minute like now you pro- do I guess like first it was like you got to get there for the trailers, bro. I'm a trailer guy. But no, 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 but I'm saying if the oh. if the showtime is if, is 1 1:30 then the movie should be starting at 1:45. Like that's that's how it should work, but that extra 15 minute I don't know why they do that. I don't like it. Dude, it was like 30 minutes before the the movie started. I was going crazy. Me and my son were both like, "Oh, I started looking back at the projectionist guy, you know, like, what are you doing up there? Like, <laughs> he's, he's doing what he's paid to do, yeah, man. He's playing the reels that he's got to play. He's, he's, but he's it was doing what much, he has though. to do for twelve fifty an hour or whatever he's getting. Well, look, you, you get you get commercials for Bell and you get insurance and you get food and whatever, like a Toyota so commercial. Like car commercial yeah. day, man. It's like piss off. Advertising is that. That's it. It's it's monetize everything and, and advertise everywhere that's i mean that's not new this has been going on for years now but i just thought to myself I'm like after i said it out loud i'm like no it doesn't make sense like why would a movie theater and i don't know if they exert any control but why would they want a trailer for something that would never play in a theater <laughs> kind of you know, you're bringing up a good point but also yeah marketing revenue yeah i don't know i i i, I I tend to think of Dane Cook 
talking about the previews going to the movie theater. I don't know if you guys saw Vicious Circle, his special. No. Uh, Dane, anyways, pretty funny. And he talks about uh, how we all consume, used to consume trailers at the movies. And it feels so freaking far away, man. Like it's not the same anymore. Now yeah. we gotta now we gotta talk about um, uh, Susie. Uh, Susie talks a lot, and uh, and the, the, the turn off your cell phones yes. and uh, Tommy talker. To- yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't be a Tommy <laughs> talker or whatever. Jesus, yeah, it's like come on, man. The Toyota commercial, like I, seriously, like the, the car commercials during the thing really pissed me off. I remember the first, I don't know, it's, it's gotta be six, seven years or eight years by now, but I remember the first time being in the movie theater and getting like these commercials that you would only see on TV. And I'm like, what we're doing this now, this is now impeding on my movie night out. Like I get enough of this garbage at home. Now it's here. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, well, what are you going to do? All right. So from, from this Kenobi show, um, we get to segue here, guys. We're done with the news, and we're going to slip into our chat on Book of Boba Fett, Episode 7, the finale, called In the Name of Honor, which was written by Johnny Favs and directed by Robert Rodriguez. And the show weighed in at a robust 60 minutes minus 6 for credits and recaps. Yep. You know, muted reaction on social media, and I, I don't quite know the reasoning behind it. Like, you know... The last two weeks, for episodes five and six, I would log on in the morning, Facebook, Twitter, what have you, and the reactions were of people going insane over what they had just seen. Crazy. Because it was Mando and Luke. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was a lot of callback stuff and, and just that, you know, just tickling those nostalgia bones and people going crazy for it. And that wasn't the case this week where I logged in and a lot of like, yeah, and shrugs and some a few long faces and then by the time i got through the episode once twice i still don't quite get the tempered reaction unless it's a reaction to the overall series like i thought this episode was a really solid finale like a lot of big stupid action put a smile on my face i i thought it was i thought it was a pretty good episode but i do have two ideas as to why i think some people were let down we'll talk about those later uh, Carlos, what was your overall sort of reaction to the to the episode? It was crap. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not true. I I, uh, I actually enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I I didn't go in with any preconceived notions. I was open. I was open to whatever they gave me. So I guess that's part of. We might come back to this later, but that that that, that for me was uh, maybe my saving grace. Um, I enjoyed what I saw. Like you said, the action was incredible. CG for most of it was was spot on. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, you said it, you hit it right on the head. Just keeping your expectations in check and being open to to what they give. And I, I try to judge a show based on what's in it and not what's not in it. And it's also the fact that you know, like like I said, I, I'm more and more convinced that the next series, maybe not Andor, but like Ahsoka and and uh, and uh, I don't know what else, but there's 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 going to be probably a couple Mando season three. They're all going to be kind of like interweaved with yeah, each other, absolutely. And and it's it's leading to it's leading to uh, a middle aged uh, blueberry yeah. probably down down the line, and like. 
So I'm, I'm okay with not getting every question answered in one episode because I know we're getting more. Like it's, it, it's, it's part of a bigger story. So I, I'm, I'm quite okay with that. Corey, what did you think of the, Honestly, of the like, episode? I, th- I thought it was really amazing, man. But I kind of, when I watched it last night with my girlfriend for the first time, I was like, okay, like this episode takes a second watch. Really? It, for me, it, it did because, and luckily I was able to watch it tonight with my son and it's always amazing to watch it through their lens. It's just puts a whole new spin and perspective on, on things. And mm-hmm. tonight was a really special night. Like this kid was all over me, man. He must've told me 10 times that this is the coolest episode of anything he's ever seen in his entire life. <laughs> that was my kids last week. Grogu hopping from stone to stone. They were like, my daughter was just squeeing like a little pig. This is the best well, episode of anything that's ever been made. That was almost the words out of her mouth. Hey, well, see, here's a typical nine-year-old turning on 10 shortly boy. But he was just like, he's like, oh, he's like the, the, so little talking and so much war. <laughs> like That's pretty much it, his words, more or less. And I was like, oh, I like the talking, you know, like uh, explain it to him a bit. But just the, this episode was so fast paced. It was just like, it just hit you, man. Boom, boom. It, it threw new, no punches. It was just, well, it did a few, but uh, everything was kind of predictable in the, in the way I, I initially got a bit of that feeling. I don't know if it was the way it was directed. It was a bit jarring at times the first time I watched it, but after the second time I watched it, I was like, man, this episode just rocks. It just flows it's just a rock and roll episode from start to finish. It does not end. It cascades, man. Like it's a waterfall right from, from the get go. It does not stop this episode. It's just, I even looked at my, <clears throat> I looked at my son at one point I was like, level up. And then I looked at him at one point when you see the scorpion droids come out, right? I'm like boss level. And he, 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 he was laughing. He got it. Like, and everything about this episode kind of reminded me almost like that of a video game. Cause it just, progressed almost like that you know the way that the team went on and the way the characters came in anyhow everything was uh very star wars everything was very uh i want to say predictable but no you can say it it was predictable predictable. there was some predictable stuff for sure like it was there's some stuff that was so predictable it was cliche yeah like almost like when we learned that the the families had betrayed like who didn't see that coming a mile away what do you mean? Yeah, the the Aqualish turned and the Trandoshans turned and, you know, they, they all sort of betrayed Boba Fett. They didn't stay out of I it like he I asked. didn't necessarily see that coming. Like, I thought Oof. he had... Oh, I no, thought their word was good. As, it was clear as day. Yeah, they don't look very trustworthy, to be in all honesty, but I think that's a stereotype well, and I mean, racist, I, I went into but... it sort of expecting it, but the minute that I saw that they parked a Wookiee in the Trandoshan area, I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> like yeah that's like maybe some deep lore stuff where you know that wookies and trandoshans don't like each other whatsoever yeah i thought i, I thought it was stupid like why put him there yeah like, d- why why did you do that i mean yes chrysanthemum can take care of himself for sure but he, he did get into himself into some big trouble well more than big trouble like my son almost cried he thought he was dead i thought he was dead i was like what are they doing are they gonna eat him are trandoshans eating black chrysanthemum 
He's like, fur balls for all you. I survive. Like it was a very Walking Dead-ish type of, of pylon. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah 100%. But that, that, like my son, right away, he was like, the music, no. He kept saying it, the music, no, no. He was like shaking me. No, the music. And I, you oh, know, no. I, I, who would have thought? Like you'd feel bad for, for Black Kersantan, right? Like you're like, oh no, he's, don't, 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 don't. And you know, yeah, he, he, he survives. He, he's, yeah, they turn these characters on their heads, man. And he's like a little dog, you know? Like the worst part was, well, we can get to that later. But when you see him really hurt, when Boba's like, I'll give you a bath in the back to tank or whatever. Like the poor guy, he's like, you can, I could hear him almost like, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> like he was hurt, bro. Like, yeah, I, I like how it. he gets all shut up, but like two minutes later, he's running back down the road. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. know what they gave him, man. I, I, lo- I love, I love how. The, the mods are helping him, and then all of a sudden, like three of those pikes come, and then he just grabs his rifle, and, ah, ah, and then it's like, okay, I need help again. It, it's again, it's like that video game thing where if you just like cool off for thirty seconds, you'll your, yeah. your energy will just you come get back. the burst. Yeah, <laughs> combo. That was like a Super Mario World in uh, Nintendo sixty four when you run with Mario and then you stop and he goes, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> It's a real thing, man. Oh. But yeah, like let's start from the top, though, man. Like, oh yeah, like if there was any thought that uh, Lady Garza may have survived, because who doesn't want to have Jennifer Beals still kicking around? Uh, that's over. Yeah. That's oh, unfortunate, yeah. man. It's over. And dude, seriously, I'm very concerned for uh, is Figurin Dan gone? Max Rebo? Like that? That's a big hit for Tatooine culture, bro. Was I don't know if Max Rebo was there that episode. I, I, he wasn't, okay? Dude, he, just, he has, wasn't, shut let's up. Let's be honest. His music has dropped off over the last five years. Okay. He wasn't there. He's still he's a legend. He's ex- experimental phase. He's got, <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's gone. He's Billy Corgan from smashing, uh, from Siamese dream into, uh, the, the adore period. Like, you know, was, the power gonna... vacuum of Tatooine <laughs> is really, you know, it's affected things. And I was going to say, I was going to say Paul McCartney and wings. <laughs> Boom, they got boom, some good boom, stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Oh come on, it's crap. <laughs> it's certainly not his best stuff. No, it's, it's not. A, it's it's not a ninety-five mile an hour fastball. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly. He's throwing junk, just trying to get to the seventh inning. <laughs> he's struggling. Oh, he's man. struggling. Either way, so so when the episode starts off, do you guys when you see the X-wing? Do you know right away it's Luke's? Yeah, you see the five marks, the five red dashes under the wing there. That's it. Well, I only noticed when they were pulling into the docking bay, but the way she was talking and the way that the X-Wing was coming, I was like, okay, it, it is um, the guy from Kim's Convenience. <laughs> yeah, but see, I didn't buy that. Like, right away, I'm like, oh, come on. Like, here comes no, Luke. And she's playing. And, I, and sometimes you see these tricks that Star Wars tries to do with viewers is, oh, make it look like it's the police. It's not the police. It's it's Red 5. But... My head cannons right away started saying, okay, like that guy's super interested in the Mando. Like maybe he's going to get involved and give them some help when they need it. Uh, That's yeah. why I went right away. But then I saw the under underbelly of the, the ship and I was like, oh my God, it's Luke. And then R2. I mentioned it. I mentioned it last week that I thought that maybe one of those guys could, uh, could come in mm-hmm. and help the Mando. But um, no, it was, uh, it was Pelimato, man. That she's, she's the one that we didn't mention. Yeah. She got right in there. Yeah, good for and her. She lost a tooth. And she bro. lost a tooth. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know what kind of insurance uh, plan she's got working uh, working the uh, docking bay there, but 
she's gonna have to go get an implant or something. Maybe she, maybe the mods can give her this wicked robo tooth. I guarantee you guys, I would almost, I would go almost all in on this. Is if we see her again, that Twilight or Twilik is working for her to some capacity. Maybe I actually liked him in this episode for once. Yeah, he's gonna like, be he your love machine. He was still insufferable, but at least he was so slapsticky stupid that I could at least get a chuckle instead of wanting to to strangle him with his own leku. Well, this is the, the I've said this from the onset that this is the way his character's been like from the beginning. Like this is I, I I've always kind of liked him. I liked who he was trying to portray. Like you get a little background and it's kind of like okay. He's like, I was educated on Coruscant. Uh, you know, like you're just like, huh, not bragging. I'm better than you. Not bragging. <laughs> it's so good. Like, you're like, okay, like, right, I get it. it. No, like, I, I, in this episode, I'm like, you know what? I can, this guy's making me laugh this time around. Like, it, it's, it's so stupid. He's so ridiculous. He's such a boot licking sycophant. Like, all the right. one thing, the one thing that I liked that he said was, I'll dispense with the pleasant, the pleasantries. Like when he said that, I was like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, that was a good callback. <laughs> that I don't hate you. You may dispense with the pleasantries. Like yeah. it was, it was awesome. I, I that was an awesome callback, and there were so many of them in this episode. Yeah, actually, this was... whole season. I had the whole season. It was like throwback to episode one and two, and then there was uh, obviously some some uh, OT stuff and. Um, yeah, little yeah, souls of everything, of all yeah. Star Wars stuff in these episodes. Let's just before we like really like just start jumping all over the place. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the show a bit a bit of a quick rundown, like just to, to to show you guys the pace, man. Like it was Yoda or Baby Yoda Grogu right off the hop. You know, we get all that, uh, then we get the hoedown showdown with Cad Bane, straight up Western. You know, like I got my back shooters. All this, like it's so good, man. You know, Fennec Shan has to talk him down. Uh, Anyway, like you get that, and right away, like uh, they get turned on. Like this is like all happening so quickly, man. Like that happens, that happens, that happens. Then the all ever the mods, uh, Black Resentment, they all get turned on. The poor Gammy guards. Yeah, the Gammies. <sighs> nobody, oh. nobody, nobody cares about the Gamorians, huh? Eh? That's nope. a, that's really unfortunate, man. Those guys uh, in that position. If I were in their position, you know, I would probably died. But I guarantee you, I would have <laughs> taken at least a, a good two or three with me. They had the chance. That's unfortunate. Well, well they were they were completely defending themselves the whole time. Like, how, how do you how do you take anybody with you? Well, dude, is it bringing you right to the ki- the cliff? You just take one in the gut and say, "I'm taking you, grabbing you by the fistful of hair." And that easy, yeah. You want to? That easy. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure in in a, in your death, if you know you're gonna die, you could do incredible things, Kyle. I believe in you and you too, Carlos. Okay, but uh, either way, at that point. Once you see, dude, I'm a psycho. I'd burn down a forest. Yeah, just, crazy just... beats big all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it... Oh yeah, if I can't see these trees anymore, neither can any of you. <laughs> but at that at that point, you know, like I see Walrus Man gets shot in the face by Fennec Shand. She comes yeah, to save awesome. the day for the mods, right? Then I'm like, God damn it! This episode is just smoking, man. It's just rock and rolling, like wow. And it doesn't stop from there. You just keep leveling up. Like I was saying to my son, like we get all this, you know, the, the first, the hoedown showdown with Cad Bane, my son seeing that, like, uh, it was like, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy for him. He was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, oh my God. And to see it through his eyes again was just so, 
amazing. You know what this episode really reminded me of? Honestly, I think Kyle knows me to a very deep degree in this regard. I'm sorry, In the sense Kyle. that... <laughs> well, first of all, I said the, the video game thing, like how everything just kind of leveled up to a point, which was really cool. And also, to me, it really felt like uh, a be- the better part of the episode was almost like playing with my toys as a kid. Well, yeah, that's how like Robert ha- Rodriguez described... It's almost like how he's described his entire creation process with Star Wars is is playing with toys in his backyard with his kids. Yeah, dude, it's perfect. And like to me, I was like, man, this is exactly how I did it. You know, I had my bad guys. I had my good guys pinned down. I had the cavalry. You know what I mean? Like cavalry, cavalry, not the the cavalry. Yeah, the guys. (laughs) All right, cool. Anyway, it was just exactly how I would have, I don't know, I was just like in my head, I'm like, these guys are the luckiest guys on earth to be able to literally be writing about playing with, you know? I mean, that's that's, much fun. That's fine for an episode like this. But again, you can only do this so many times. Like, you need story, you need sort of the foundation so that you can, so this this kind of payoff means something. Yeah, and this this episode was just, again, nonstop. Incredible. And, well... You know, going back to the start where, you know, Cad Bane, they didn't wait around this time. Like, they got him involved right away. Um, and then they also had that that reveal right after, which kind of everybody talked about, what, in episode three or four. And Fennec was right. It's, it was highly unlikely that the, a biker gang took out the Tuscan tribe. And we sort of questioned it at the, at the time. And they no, came back. I they questioned fu- it. Everybody questioned it. Just me. Okay, stable <laughs> genius. Um. Yeah, they, they brought that right around, that the, the, the bikers were framed. Surprise, surprise. And and yeah, it just it, it was that thing that Cad Bane knew that he could pick at with, with Boba to get exactly, under his skin. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, that was one, I, another one of those things where it's like, yeah, kind of saw this coming. There were so many things like, yeah, I saw this coming. But, but man, it was so good that like in that, in that moment where like, you know, Boba changes his stance and Fennec, man, Fennec talks him down, bro. Like, it was so good, that scene where, like, he puts his hand back over his, his casual stance and Cad Bane's all pissed, like. But it's true, his emotion had the better of him in that moment. And I don't know, I just thought it was cool that Fennec, like, uh, stepped in and was like, don't do this well, on his terms. Yeah, it's one thing to shoot down Cobb Vanth and a, and a hapless deputy. I don't know that Cad Bane would fare so well taking out Boba, Mando, and Fennec at the same time. That's a taller order. Yeah, he was biding his time. He was trying to negotiate. Yeah, I think he got lucky. I think Fennec Shand saved a lot of lives right there. Talk, yeah, talking about idiots getting people killed. Anyway, oh, that's uh, it. Like he tried to pick his uh, get under his skin, like you said. Just going back to to Luke or not Luke not showing up. I think that's one of the reasons why people were upset. Because I think that people thought, okay, here comes Luke, and then the canopy opens and he's not there. And it's Grogu inside, which is great. We get we get Grogu back, which everybody ex- expected. But it was sort of like this thing early on in the episode where it was just a big statement of, "You're not getting Luke in this episode." But but still, like, Luke's, uh, Luke's done. Luke's dead to us, guys. He was like, he punted R two into that, or uh, he punted Grogu into that X wing. You're not gonna like, fine. You, take the chainmail. Get out of here. So R2. mad at Grogu. Fine. Put your stupid chainmail on. Get in this ship. R two. Get him a tattoo and get him out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> that i don't want to talk to you anymore get out of here <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye <laughs> but that's and that's the choice they made in order to keep luke away from the action in order to prevent luke from taking over this episode 
And I, I, I do respect that for sure. For 100%. sure. 100%. We didn't see Boba Fett for the past two episodes. Like we saw him literally for like a total of like maybe two or three minutes. So this was the culmination of the book of Boba Fett season one. Yeah. Again, if, if Luke shows up to, to and I talk, I'm like, I'm guilty of it. I thought that it was a distinct possibility that Luke would show up this week and, and help clean up Tatooine. But if he does that, the show becomes about Luke again. And that's, that's the thing we're talking about. And so I'm glad they sort of refocused it down to Boba Fett, even though, you know, uh, Din Djarin was, you know, 1A along with Boba. Well, and I haven't go- Googled this yet, Kyle, but w- what's his title? Like, now that I keep hearing it, I'm just calling him the Damyo. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. If we'll see. We'll see Daim- the Damyo. Maybe he just becomes the new mayor. Damn, yo. That's that that was cool because when, when Fennec Shand helps the mods and then she she literally disappears from the show. And then you catch her right at the end, like pretty much doing like play the hits, Batman. The hits of the five families in Godfather One, right at the end, where all the all the, the heads of the five families die. But yeah. they're all in the same room, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it, um, it was cool to give her that side mission. But it, it also kind of wrote her out of the majority of the episode. And I was like, ah, like she'd have been so fun to have in the, this amazing shootout through the streets of Mos Espa. And no, she didn't get it's a play. waste of her character. man. She has the most kills, man. She has the yeah. most kills in the episode. Like it's, she, I don't know. I, I, I guess. No, she definitely has, doesn't have the most kills in that episode. I think, uh, let's call it Boba Fett and uh, Mando took out a. Uh, a platoon in the first well if you yeah, look at it for, from a kills just... kills per minute fennec is is way ahead oh yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure sure she's I, way guys, more efficient can, can we talk about boba fett riding the rancor please can we like i've been like, just he's oh, let's, let's let's stop like let's let's go back to the the shootout man at first like that shootout when all the pikes finally rushed their sanctuary or whatever like that was like ah, it was like guys why, why why don't you just take some cover and i'm like pikes pikes uh why don't you just like shoot their feet and their knees or their legs i mean you can apply like, that to anything in star wars right across the board like they, yeah. well you know what i i've thought about it before and i've seen it kind of a couple times in mando where i feel like they were kind of taking precautions to that like like that time in mando where he was like rushing with the grenades like i feel like he took a a position where he was like trained. Okay. Like this is my optimal position for armor covering. Like I, I was taking that into consideration. I feel like they did as well, but in this episode, it's like, God damn. It's like, all you hit is armor. Like, like is, are the, the clothes they wear like Kevlar or something? Cause that would like help me, you know, kind of justify it a bit, but God damn. They got, just got pelted and pelted and pelted. car armor. It's plot armor. That's it. I get it, but don't think God about damn, it they much. got pelted a lot. But they must have taken out like 40 guys. They just keep coming. The video game. Yeah, exactly. Then boss level was so perfect, man. Like just the way like they kind of like cleared out the guys and I was just like scorpion droid. I looked at my son right away, man. Just like boss level. You cracked well, they, they up, just, man. They're giant, giant droidicas. Yeah. And then you even see it at one point, like shields are get like the shields got low in the back and they were red. It's like just like a video game, man. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, th- that's where this is where the, the the rancor rampage starts. Carlos, did you enjoy this or was it like a eye roll for you? No, I thought it was pretty cool. 
Uh, I mean, it's either like the Hulk says it, right? The Hulk says it in in uh, in Endgame. I mean, we're talking about time travel here. It's either all crazy or it isn't. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. Good way to paraphrase. Yeah. What does he say? Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's either it either none of it's crazy or it's all crazy or all of it works or none of it works. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, whatever, man. Yeah. They, they alluded to it in, in a previous episode. So the possibility always existed for me. So it was kind of cool. The CGI was great on oh, the Rancor. Flawless. So uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really good. And um, I loved, you know what? We talked a lot about it. Like, the the night of a thousand tears looking like T two right and or or yeah Judgment Day I guess and um, uh, just a different like iconography you can you can Google that too Dave uh, <laughs> <laughs> of like uh, the Mando flying through uh, the canyons and then like kind of reaching for the stars like Man of Steel. Like we got a we got a King Kong man we King got King Kong, Kong absolutely we got King Kong and almost uh, a little bit of Godzilla there with uh, the Mando putting his no. flame in the in in the in the Rancor's mouth like it, it was so it's so heavy like some of the 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 you know, vibes that they infuse into the show are so obvious they're so oozing out of the pores like even my, like my seven year old goes it's King Kong he's never seen King Kong yeah. yeah. It's just so iconic, man. Like that moment. Even my son too said the same thing. I was like, and it, like it's the first thing you go go to right away, and like it was such an homage. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Like that's and you said the perfect word there. It was an homage, and they weren't trying to make it seem like they reinvented the wheel. It was a clear homage, and I'm totally fine with that. I have no issues with that whatsoever. I haven't seen anyone – well, I haven't really searched that out either, but I haven't seen anyone crapping on that moment for like, oh, it took me out of Star Wars. Like, no, man. It was in the middle of a, of a crazy, sick fight scene. Like, yeah. yeah if you dude. knew anything about Star Wars too and where George Lucas is coming from and where when he exactly. grew up. Then. Just about to say, like, Star Wars was built on the back of every other genre that came before it. <laughs> and that's like just like the N one getting getting the 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 hot rod treatment exactly like dude that's right up his alley when they showed yeah. him that he must have like been like this is cool exactly so anyways yeah just to see the was... rancor like you know we're used to seeing a rancor kind of amble along in the pit from from Return of the Jedi and we did see uh, uh, Moochie. Mochi, Mochi, yep. Mochi from uh, Bad Batch, and that was you know a, a littler guy, animated. It's got a bit different rules there, but to see it in live action, jumping from rooftop to rooftop and just rampaging through the streets, what a great way to sort of take the the puppet strings literally and figuratively off off that character. Oh what yeah, a great it, way it, to describe it too, man. Rampage, and, and it literally it literally took the claymation rancor from episode six like it it just it's like okay i guess you're moving that slow because you're in a little you're in an enclosed area and you can't really make you know you can't really do that much damage in there and but putting him out in the street like that was like whoa nelly and just like the, the reveal of it too the way they worked him into the episode like it it, yeah. it goes back a little further to when you hear uh Kersantin coming down the street and you hear the wookie roar and then yep. you fast forward a few minutes and you hear another roar and you're like, that's not Santo. What's up with that? And you're like, oh, I know where yeah, Boba so like, Fett's gone. Exactly. Like it didn't come to me right away when it 
it, technically it should have really like you know we've been yeah, waiting for this all idiot. season. Yeah, we're all idiots. Hey, I said right. I, I told that one of the last things I said last week was, "Hey, we're definitely, definitely seeing Boba ride that Rancor next week." Whether but we, you just admitted that when you watched the episode, you didn't know where he yeah, was going. Yeah, because that's why you're stupid, yeah, just like me, big idiot. and Carlos, big big idiot. Yeah, just right, it was just good. Lost up into you know, caught up in the moment, like oh what. Uh oh, and then, but it doesn't take long. It takes like two, three seconds to go. Oh, you know what's happening, and just the the way they reveal like the claws over the side of of the, like over the rooftop. Well, even you his know? spine, Damn. man, his spine was a little over exaggerated. I find when you see it the first time, it really looks almost like Godzilla when you see him coming through the buildings. That was bit. a Godzilla bit of a yeah. Homage, I thought almost you know? like. Remi- go ahead. Sorry, Carlos. go. Oh no, I was just gonna say it reminded me of like. Um... The the who was the Tim Roth's Hulk in the Incredible Hulk? Abomination. 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 Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that with like the 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 spikes coming out of his spine. Dude, he's coming back, eh, for She Hulk? Yep. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, for strange. Like I should have thought Godzilla because that shot is sort of one of the the telltale Godzilla shots. But I thought Jaws. I thought you know the fin popping out of the water, which is yeah. Shouldn't have come to mind. It, there's, there's no water. Was Godzilla? Anywhere. You're wrong. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. But just like <laughs> a, a rampaging rancor is, you know, one of, one of those things now that we can check off the list and say, God damn, like what a time to be alive as a Star Wars fan. Like something you never dreamed you'd see, we've now seen. And just the way that Grogu put it down at the end, because nobody else took was a nap going beside to. him. Yeah, and then just settle in for a little nap. Like that was a great little dichotomy of, of the big and the small and it was it was and you knew that was going to happen too like you knew grogu was going to have to be the one to put this thing to, to, to bed that was fantastic though but yeah and, and of course like the grogu mando uh reuniting not at all the same way that i'm sure most people were thinking about and and i like that like in, a, in an episode where so much was predictable we probably thought there was going to be this quiet, sappy moment where they reunite, and there wasn't. It was just like on the fly. As, yeah, as we, did, we didn't need to cry. Like this is Boba Fett's show. Like even at that, like really surprised they actually did as much as they did with those two in this character arc. I guess they wanted to set up season three of the Mando, but that could have been saved for season three. But anyway, I'm glad they did it. But just to have this much of them. Like you just know too though that he's wearing the chainmail and stuff. You're like he loves him so much. Like oh my god, and it really feels too that like I feel like they're shoehorning in. Uh, they're giving you a sense that you know what his past training is really coming back now, and he has a pretty good handle on what the force is, and he, which he demonstrated quite highly in this episode. So if we can keep somewhat of control on that, like what an asset, man! And he can be his own kind of like force user now. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and for the second time in as many weeks, like we're so distracted by the rancor and by the cool shootout and and everything going on, and you forget that Cad Bane is still out there, and he comes walking around the corner, and you're like, oh god, now this. That's it, big boss level now. <clears throat> and it, that's and it. You need... you know it's the shootout. It's the final boss. They're gonna f- now. There's no more of the talking. You know, at this point, at the as the episode's coming to an end, there's gonna they're gonna have to settle this. And how's this gonna play out? And then Cad Bane was dead. <laughs> well, my, my computer is probably going to about to die any second here. So if I lose you guys, whatever. But I want to mention this. My girlfriend asked me last night when we watched it for the first time. She's like, 
something's going to happen with Cad Bane, right? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, she's like, well, his suit activated when he died. Yeah, he had a little beeping thing on his chest. That's a loophole, bro. Either someone's coming for him or he just activated some, like, back display or some shit. But, like, even my son was like, oh, Cad Bane's dead. But this episode, I really saw it. I was like, you see that button? He's like, oh, he's like, someone's coming to get him. Like, it's a beacon. Toto 360's on the way. Something like that. Like, dude. He, we have not seen the last of Cad Bane. Like Boba Fett should have went at him like he did the the stormtrooper in like episode five or whatever or fifteen. Well, see the like, thing you know is he... with a Star Wars character, you never you don't know where their heart actually is. So he should have poked like multiple holes in his body just to make sure you get like all the organs, or at least give that like classic. You know, we've seen that Boba Fett like you know teeth grind, like shake, just the pure brutality of it all. When it comes to someone like Cad Bane, it feels like he's just like, oh, I poked you quick. You're dead. Like, he should have got in there, you know, the teeth grind, and then a nice little twist. <laughs> like, that would have been the, yeah. Uh... But it's like, it's like I almost feel like the, uh, you want these guys to, to test you again in the future. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Cad Bane, for sure. And and it's strange, because I didn't get any uh, press release from, from uh, Rick Villanueva Communications this week about the incident, but... Uh... Yeah, I, I don't worry, Rick. You lived. I kind to me that that would almost be a jump the shark thing. No, he's pulling a call, Ben. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I loved Cad Bane being back. I the way that they played it here, I kind of hope he's dead. I don't know. Does that I make don't sense? know. That beacon meant something to me. Or it could have been like it was, my heart stopped. <laughs> I thought it was nice. It was a good callback to the like to wrap up the whole show that he took out Cad Bane with the gaffy stick. Yeah, that was good. Nice little symbolism there, and you know, takes out takes out the enemy, his old enemy, with the weapon he made with his tribe, the tribe that Cad Bane was using as sort of like a wedge to sort of get Boba Fett to snap. Yeah. So anyway, so now uh, what? Boba Fett, is he like he's that, that's the interesting thing is, you know, he, he's totally a man of the people now. And maybe we had it all wrong from the start. And, and maybe it's part of the problem of the show overall. Like it felt like Boba wanted to be a, or was presented as wanting to be a kingpin or doing business in a cleaner way. But by the time we're done with this finale, it's pretty clear that he just he doesn't want spice being traded at all on Tatooine. Yeah, he just wants a free planet with everybody to have a free market, you know, like a fairness for all. Well, yeah, it's, it seems like he's out of crime totally. It, it feels that way. It feels like, you know, he's all smiles in the end and the people are bowing to him. And it, But he also says, like, I'm not meant for this life. It's Well, yeah, it's awkward at first, right? People are revering you. It's, it's, it's a strange feeling, I've got to imagine, but... It just feels like he's totally finished with crime. That's the that's the vibe I got. And good for him, good for Boba. But I don't think it was clear from the marketing of the show until or the show like yeah, until the very end. It wasn't clear to me that, oh, this guy is like he's done a full heel turn. Like he's he is a hero now. For sure. He's gonna be the outer ring king. Maybe it feels like he's gonna, you know, become the mayor of Mos Espa and just hang out at the palace and take his tribute well, and just. I could see him having like a control of the whole system. Then, who knows? And and 
I guess we'll we'll get to it. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that more. And I guess as we wrap up our, our thoughts overall on the show, but how about Cobb Vanth? Like they totally, by dialogue, led us to believe that he was dead. Yeah, gunned In down cold, cold blood. Yeah, gunned and down even, cold blood. And even right at the end, when when Boba's talking about how his arm hurts, and 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 Fennec Shan's like, oh, you know, you need the the back the tank. And he's like, oh, it's being used. Like the first you thing you think it's Chrysanthemum, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and then that when you see him pup. there, it's like, okay, how far? Like, is he out of the tank? Like that. The first thing I thought was, that was quick. Oh, okay, so he's, he's already out of the back to tank. Cool. Yeah, that stuff's powerful, man. And then <laughs> when when you start seeing the the back to tank, it's like, oh shit. Okay, something's happening here. Yeah, who's you in get, there? You get close to it, and you see the white hair. And I had to rewind because at first I'm like, that looks like a Palpatine. <laughs> There was like a Palpatine from Episode Two look to the yeah, hair. I can and see that. Like, no, and you like, called it. You called it actually, Carlos. Like I was all like back to back to back to, and you were like, "Oh, he can be modified." So now he's gonna be like a, a mod. Yeah, he's gonna have a wicked sure. ass shooting arm or something. You know, it's gonna be cool, man. Next time we see him, because we're definitely gonna see him again. Well, there's something about this. Yeah, for sure, we're gonna see him again. It's just like, but now, the, but I don't understand why, like Boba literally saves him. But why did they make it seem ominous? Because there's so much more for the character. Like he's back. We're gonna see him again. Maybe I can even see this guy carrying his own show. I I, you, I just think really? he's gonna be you know with with Tatooine now being you know a, a clean planet. Like I won't be surprised to see Cobb Vanth as a one of the Rangers of the New Republic. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, Marshall. You know, with the, he's called himself Marshall. Oh, that would oh man, what another tie-in. Jesus, I didn't even see that one coming. Yeah. Out with Gina Carano, in with Timmy Timothy Oliphant. It's it could be that sort of that that simple. Like they they were using the terminology of marshals, Rangers of the New Republic. This is gonna be Marshall Vanth. He's gonna be sort of in charge of, of potentially that sector of space. And if and if Cobb Van, if if Cad Bane actually did survive, then you're gonna have another duel now with and he'll probably get some armor. So we'll see, man. Yeah, he definitely de- deserves a few episode arc. <laughs> Tell you take him out for good, Rick. I mean, <laughs> he's good. Look, Tim- I like Timothy Oliphant. I liked him since the first time I saw him on screen in Scream Two. Like he commands a screen, man. He's he, amazing yeah. in in uh, was it the girl next door? Oh, with uh, Eliza <laughs> Cuthbert. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember that. Oh boy, isn't he in Go too, as well? Go, yeah. Oh my god, that that nineties disaster. Yeah, that was a wicked movie at the time. Yeah, at the time, it was definitely a movie of its time. Was Giovanni Ribisi in that too? No. Anyways, whatever. Anyways, you know, this episode to me was wild. Like, I, I, I don't know why. I talked about this before, you know, when we started talking about the episode, I had a couple ideas uh, as to why I think people were let down. But personally, like, I thought it was an action-packed finale that we've been waiting yeah. for. And I think it delivered big time on that front. And and so one thing I thought that it wasn't unfair of people to think that they were expecting maybe more cameos. Again, Luke showing up to kick ass on his homeworld. We got so many, man, last week. Jeez. And I, and I, you know, I thought in a way that was at a tease for this week where it was just going to be a complete insane thing. And it wasn't. 
And so I, I can understand why people might, might have been like, ah, you led me on. And then you just, it was a bit underwhelming on that front. I get that. But I think the second reason is that because like it, the show didn't have any larger implications via post-credit yeah. scene with Kira, uh, nothing with Crimson Dawn being behind the whole thing. It didn't lead us to what's next. It didn't do you know, we've been trained by the mcu to like what's the next thing right like mando season two gave us book of boba fett tease it this show didn't or this episode didn't do that it, it didn't tie to like the next big stake it just ended and it just it you know it wrapped up boba fett's story like if they don't vi- revisit boba fett like that it's a satisfactory wrapping here so those are those are the two reasons why i think this let people down in some way otherwise i can't quite figure it out i don't know yeah it's tough it's tough i don't know i'm with you it's it's still interesting regardless but like yeah where where does it uh what does it all mean basil and and, you know i i think i i'm sure we'll see boba fett again i think he's still too cool a character that it's over but i don't think the setup for him as as a kingpin was that well executed over the course of the show? And and now seeing that he's like just a good guy, like I don't think there's any more legs to to Boba as a criminal story. No. Or at least agree. there's no need to, to go any more down that road. So I feel like that whole thing with Boba is done. So if he's going to be back, you know, is it just to ride shotgun with Mando from time to time? And if that's the case, I'm perfectly fine with that. The only other element that I wish they could dig into with Boba is his identity as a clone whose DNA was used to uh, spread so much devastation across the galaxy. If he wants to get it, roll up his sleeves and, and get into that, I'll take that story for sure. To me, that's way more interesting than what they just gave us. Because ultimately, and I think that, you know, I've been freaking out over the show the last three weeks, but ultimately as a whole... I thought the show was just okay. You know, I it's I, it's not it hasn't really given us much to talk about or digest and I don't know that it's going to age super well in the way that Star Wars often does. I I feel like this this show is going to get buried quickly. I guess is is one way to put it. There's just not that much there and that's okay, I think. It's just told a little story of of a guy who changed his ways. Cool. Done. I think I think that later on there's going to be some implications further down the road that we're going to be we're going to look back to this and kind of like how Thor: The Dark World is a better movie when you see Endgame. Yeah, there's, you know, I I just I I feel like it, it's easy to judge, you know, each episode on its own or every season on its own, but like I said, I I really believe that. They they took the the MCU approach to this thing, and that every every key, whether it opens the door you're looking for in the moment, eventually brings you to where you need to go. So, wow, that was I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I I'm giving I'm gonna give this the space that it needs, and. Um, they don't need necessarily have to do a book of Boba Fett season two if he's going to be popping in and out of the Mando or or 
Ahsoka series later on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think totally this was agree. just just a chapter, just a chapter in in the the grander book of uh, the entre uh, episode six and seven. I, t- I totally agree. I I think you know Mando is the central character of this whole universe that they're doing. Boba Fett played a little side piece in it, and I you know there is I think there is more to tell with the, the character of Boba Fett. Just the criminal part I think fell a little bit flat. You know it was just hype, so hyper focused on Mos Espa, and we I think we're used to bigger scale than that. And it was. Yeah. Oh, someone's got to be behind the pikes. It can't just be the pikes. Well, it was the pikes, and it was sort of just for now. That for now, yeah, for now. And if it stays that way, okay, whatever. If not, we'll see. We'll, it's we'll it's funny. It. I was I was just thinking about you were talking about Mos Espa. And we we see some of these beautiful shots of that city, all in CG, and it's it's just beautiful and glorious. And it reminded me of. Obviously, the CG back then wasn't as good, but uh, Russell Clo- uh, Russell Crowe's Gladiator. Yeah. When you see the Colosseum, and it's like, wow, the ma- the majesty of that of that image. It reminded me of of uh, what what we saw with uh, the Mos Espa, and and it, it brings me to another just a little through line here. When you watch the series and the seven episodes. Some people, oh, I wanted 10 episodes or, oh, it should have been four or it's like, okay, cool, whatever. But were you not entertained? Yeah. Like that, that it reminds me of Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? Like, I, I don't know. I, was it what I wanted? No, not necessarily. Like, uh, but I also, you know, Boba Fett, I'm, I was not super attached to Boba Fett in the, you know, uh, in the slightest. So for what I got here, we got a little bit of Grogu. We got who, who would have thought Ahsoka would have shown up in this series? Nobody. Nope. So it's like, I don't know. We got R2. We got the Jedi temple being built like the side, the side story that we know leads to somewhere like, yeah, man, just, we, we got thoroughly, a pretty good star Wars soup here. Dude, thoroughly entertained. Like thoroughly entertained. I mean, I, I you know, looking back at just like the scorecard of it all, like the second episode was amazing. The back that that big, big deep dive into the Tuscan history with the with the uh, yeah speed train that was a incredible episode. And then sort yep. of like the the two episode back to back trip down memory lane sort of stuff. Yep. Oh, oh god, so good. And then like just a rock and roll finale. That's you know four to seven episodes that were to me fantastic in their own ways. Not all of them having to do with Boba Fett, which is, again, weird in a show called Book of Boba Fett. But I just want to be entertained. I Not every show, not everything Star Wars does has to be this thing that we ponder and think on like The Last Jedi for four years in a row. It doesn't have to be that every single time. What do you think the reception would be if you get to the end of this of this series and you don't have episodes... Uh, you don't have episode six, and then all of a sudden Grogu shows up and is able to like subdue a rancor with the Force. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it would have felt completely out of place. You kind you kind of needed those two episodes, or people those people would have said, "Well, they you know they sh- it should have been Boba Fett all along. He like Boba Fett should have solved all these issues on his own, and you could, they could have written that story, and it would have been fine." 
But it's again, it's a, it's a piece of the Mandoverse. Those characters are going to play a role. And look, Grogu's the cash cow. He moves the needle for better or I'm worse. I'm kind of happy. I'm kind of happy that we 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 get we get them driving away in the N1 at the end. And it's 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 a year late, Corey, but you got your gift for Christmas. Oh, was there ever a clearer handoff, right? Like some some shows like tell you uh, somebody will return in blah, blah, blah. But this was like the show didn't end with a scene of Boba Fett. The show ended with a scene of Mando and Kroku with the Mando's music playing. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. couldn't have been a more clear clue or or slap in the face as to where we're going next it's back to Mando. I don't, I, yeah i don't i don't think it's a slap in the face i think they needed to do this little side story i think they need they like no i don't mean slap in look, the face like a, like wake up slap in the face as in like here you go this is what we're doing look when favreau gets approached to write something for star wars guaranteed the first thing he writes is boba fett writing a rancor oh, and it took him seven episodes to get to it yeah, all, like in, he, all in due he, time. Yeah, so so I don't know, man. I I I'm I, I was happy. I was super entertained. So here's I, I think this we we talked about this maybe almost every week, and I've kind of given away my opinion on the show overall. But did this series way way over deliver? That was Robert <laughs> Rodriguez that said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like I thought uh, that was a huge boast, and it. It didn't yeah. hold up. No, it didn't. Um, it's tough to say, man, because it's like you're comparing it to what? Like season finale of uh, series or yeah, season finale of. What the hell? Season two of, of Mando. Uh, and it's like, wow, how we were God gobsmacked about about that, about that ending. But at the same time. It's like, are you expecting them to top that? Like, you could he could say whatever he wants, but are you going to still feel the same with no matter what they decided to do here? Like, I think that's where maybe uh, friends of ours were were disappointed with the with the ending here because of what Robert Rodriguez said, and kind of maybe playing up the Luke reveal to like something. Maybe Luke Skywalker pulling a, a Star Destroyer out of the sky or, or, you know, something of that nature. And I think it was unfair for him to open his big fat mouth and and put that idea in people's heads. Because yeah. I think what, 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 what we got was fine. And he would have said, oh, you guys, you guys are going to love it. All you have to say is you guys are going to love it. That's it. I had fun making yeah. it. It felt like playing with my toys as a kid. And you, I think you guys are going to love it. To That's say, it. Like, it but way, way over delivers. You can't say that. You can't. You you cannot say that with Star Wars. You nope. can't. You're just you're, all you're doing is you're setting up the road for failure and for people not to be excited about what they see. Yeah, the bar they the bar say... gets put higher than it needed to be. Exactly, and 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 at uh, the end of season two of Mando, like nobody said anything about that. That was like hush hush, and it just comes across way better that way because nobody has expectations so i don't know i just i i didn't like i don't know if we can rewind the tape i i'm pretty sure i said he's an idiot for saying that 
Because you're all you're doing right now is creating expectations. I, well, yeah, you and I were both on the same page. I didn't say he was an idiot, but I was just like, dude, don't, don't say these kind of things. Yeah, I, I may have said the word idiot, but whatever. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> yeah, it's on brand. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But yeah, oh, you're like, chastising me like a backhanded chastisement. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean if Luke shows up again in, in this finale, it's now what? Is this the routine now? Like it's Mariano Rivera coming in to close out the ninth inning where like every every season finale now, we need Luke to come in and, and blow us away? Does Luke come in and solve, solve all the problems? I love Luke. I love every single time he's been on the screen so far. Mm-hmm. But you, I don't think you can have him come in to solve everybody's issues. No, no, you can't. And it's like we got Red 5. I think that's that's the biggest tie to Luke, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got you got you kind of get a little uh, a little snifter of of Luke, but um, yeah, I'm happy he wasn't he wasn't there for that because you got to give the space to the other characters to grow, and Grogu uh, needed to have that moment himself. The only thing is that now, I, like watching him do that and like sneak away from from uh toothy mcgee there and 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 try to do the thing on uh, on his own first of all it was like so western of him like to like kind of shimmy to the middle of the street you know the dusty road kind of look clint eastwood (laughs) it was a little little uh showdown aspect to it which i thought was really cool but if i was a jedi master I kind of understand why Ahsoka didn't want to train him at first and why Yoda doesn't want to train Luke because I would be scared shitless of letting this kid walk around. He's way too powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I always wondered, like not everybody that gets brought to the Jedi temple successfully becomes a Jedi. What do they do with the castoffs? What do they, what do, they do with the failures? Exactly. They so become you have, you have cooks and they become temple guards, I no, guess. They, they become criminals. They they're they're cheating at card games or they're they're using the force for their own and maybe they get swept up in, and become Sith. Like I don't want to see this kid has uh, has the stink eye more than any other Star Wars character and I don't want to see him as a Sith, but I could totally see him as a Sith. Yeah, I can you know the way that this this Star Wars is kind of leaning on Grogu a bit here, I can totally see them at some point doing movies 800 years in the future and we get old Grogu and like one, and one day we're going to see Grogu die and it kind of makes me sad a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. You well, look in in uh, season 2 of Mando, remember when he he does the angry eyes like he's really Well, I mean, he goes to choke out uh, Cara Dune. Yeah. That, where, where's yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Is that season like, one? That might have been season no. Oh, it was with the 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 Spotchka people, right? No, they were arm wrestling on the Razor Crest, and he, she, he, Grogu thought that she was hurting Mando, so he starts for, force choking her. Yeah. So there was that moment, and there was also another moment later on where he's like he, he frows his brow, and it's like, oh boy, yeah. Who, who can control? Nobody can control this guy. No, away from so I, away I, from Luke. It's he's a he's a he's a loose cannon potentially. That that's exactly it. So it's it's kind of scary. Like I I kind of understand why like you would you would say like 
okay, you're either going to do this or you're going to do that. Like I totally give, I, I totally give the green light to Luke for what he did in the, in the last episode. I was already on board with it before, but now seeing this and the strength and the power of this little guy, like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you can't, there's no way to contain him. Let, let him do what he wants to do. You can't force him to be a Jedi. You cannot do that. Oh, just breeds resentment. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, it was still cool. Regardless. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, and again, just to wrap up with the show here, like I, th- I, I thought this ep- this series, seven part series, was uneven. Like, yeah, the premiere I thought was very mediocre. Big and time. there was a couple of episodes three and four I think where it was like, all right, there's some cool stuff to love, but I didn't, I don't see where the story's going. But then two five six seven were incredible and it and, it, and it's weird again to, i don't want to keep stating it because it's been said a million times here and elsewhere that to have a show where two of the episodes don't have feature the lead character is so weird and that's you know that's on the show as entertaining as it was it's weird for the show to be that way and and whatever like it's i'm fine with what we got you know, a little underwhelmed in sort of the the execution of the whole thing, but I think the cameos and the awesome moments made up for it and saved the show for me. Um, but again, like at the end of the day, I don't think that we need to revisit this show too much, and we don't have to sit here and, and pontificate, and that's fine. I'm okay with it. And uh, you know, part of me wonders if you know if they have alternate endings for the show. And mm. as this thing goes along, uh, Lucasfilm sort of assesses the response and sees what people are into and not into. And then they can tailor the last few minutes of the show, right? Like they, maybe they had a post-credit scene ready that would hint at a bigger thing to come. But because they saw that people were not gaga for the show, maybe they leave that scene out. Maybe that's maybe that was a choice they made and... I doubt it, but it's a possibility that they had stuff to go with if they figured that they wanted to tease what's next. But and and they chose, you know what? Let's not commit. We the show was was lukewarm reception, so let's not just let's not promise more when we have so much other stuff on the agenda, and we'll deal with Boba Fett as you know on a need be basis. But yeah, that's that's sort of my thoughts on the show, man. I was entertained. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I, I, I was not blown away. That's yeah, it. Well, <laughs> can, can, are, can you be blown away every time? No. And that's you know, one thing. I, I, this is something we discussed on the pod a long time ago. I, I think this is why James was still here. I'm like, the more that we get, the more misses there's going to be. Mm-hmm. The more th- darts you throw at the board you're going to miss the dartboard sometimes, or you're going to hit those outer rim targets. You're not, everything's not going to be a bullseye. That's, that's just the way it is. You know, like not everything is going to be an absolute smash and whatever, like wait five minutes. Kenobi's coming in three and a half months. We'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, man. It is. It's like, yeah, I think we need to uh, just, uh, you know, take it off, a, take, you know, take the foot off the gas a little and 
and just coast through and enjoy the view a little, you know? Yeah. I think if we get a little break here, let's take a deep breath, revisit some of the, like the the Star Wars has got a pretty impressive library of stuff now. We can spend the next couple months going over that, enjoying what we have. And because once Kenobi hits, then we're going to get Andor and then we're going to get Mando season three and it's just not going to stop. So we got a break coming up. We get to digest all this stuff. It's cool, man. It's cool. We sh- I think we should be satisfied. I, I think in a year, a year or two, the people who are kind of sour on this now might actually be like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I know it was good. Like, it, it won't take it won't take that long for people to come around on it. I think once we start getting like the through lines and like uh seeing another series start off and then having like a little bit of a backstory that that was placed here like they'll understand why it was done this way yeah and if we get more from like black chrysanthemum and if we get more Cobb vanth and fennec shan sticks around that we're all going to look back to this origin point for some of these characters and go yeah that was this there was some cool stuff seated in book of boba fett yeah, and that's why they had to do it yeah exactly and 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 that's the thor the thor 2 effect that you know things look favorably later on when when the implications get bigger and time goes on and more stuff happens but yeah that's that's uh let's wrap it up a couple hours in here i think uh, we've said all we need to say Corey's laptop battery died ages ago <laughs> <laughs> i think battery yes. fell asleep but uh yeah i think that's that'll do it for this week and this this book of boba fett don't know when we'll talk about it again but uh we'll see we'll see and we'll see what star wars has in store for us uh, for the next episode. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week, everybody. If you want to catch up with uh, myself and Carlos and Corey and the entire Tumbling Saber family, you can do that in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. Please come check it out and join us there. Uh, our Twitter handles are in the show notes if uh, if that's the place you like to hang out. And your questions, theories, thoughts, you can send those to us by email, tumblingsaber at gmail.com, and we'll get them into an upcoming episode. Maybe next week is a good time to do that because I have a sense that we might have a bit of a quiet week coming up. Hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, don't forget to share the show with your friends on social media. And otherwise, uh, if you have a few extra moments, ratings, reviews on whatever platform you, you listen to this podcast on, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, wherever, uh, leave us a review, a rating, and let us know you did that. We'll read it on the show, and uh, we would be eternally grateful for that. Uh, but uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you once again, everybody, for spending your time with us. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until the next one, everybody, stay safe and may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see
Nummer ist fein. 